What is going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Gaming Goons Podcast. Yo, yo, yo. Are Woo! here. I am Luke, joined today by Joey. I am Josh. And we are talking a little bit about something that Joey has quite the repertoire of experience with, and that is streaming. I don't know how much, but I got a little bit. <laughs> You've been streaming for how long? Let's start with that. Um, I've been streaming since my sophomore year of college i don't know how many years that's been now five okay. years six years like yeah. it was, it was so, uh 2018 i believe 2018 okay. I, I, believe, I believe that seems about right because it was kind of like the fortnite era yeah yeah okay. yeah fortnite it was era, like prime was fortnite i'd yeah. say yeah that's what fortnite used to be because i remember you uploaded a clip of you shooting the hunting rifle with no it was a no scope and it was like oh, yeah, 300 yeah, yeah, meters yeah. away and you're like guys guys i yeah. remember because i was in your chat and it was the first time you hit the shot and you were like, dude, clip that, clip that, somebody clip that. Yeah. I was like one of the two viewers there. I was like, I got you. <laughs> I got you, I got you. It's, it's been a long and, and fun ride. It's, it's honestly just fun to just turn on your games and just stream because it's like you might as well while you're, yeah, while you're doing it. But Josh, you have a little bit of experience as well. Uh, YouTube I mean, kind of. Streaming, I started a little bit probably around the time that Joey did as well. Mm -hmm. Not like streaming streaming, but I would dabble in it. But on Xbox, the thing is, when you go on Twitch, it records from your Xbox. So it has this like kind of bar on the side for your chat mm -hmm. and time and stuff like that. But you can't, at the time, you couldn't like put music or anything in it. Yeah. So what I do is get our old laptop and I would set it right beside me and have music playing. I didn't so that I'd be picking up through the mic. Well, nobody was watching, nobody would know. But that's what I would have done. Just because I thought like adding music would have added a cool dynamic, but then I was thinking about copyright. Anyways, yeah. anyway. what I would do is go on Twitch, and there's a point in time where you can only record up to five minutes on oh. the Xbox, but there was like a glitch where you could do it longer. So I would record on there, but it wouldn't record your audio, and then I would post that onto YouTube and do like a voiceover as I as if that was oh, actually wow. me. So there's a one, this one video I uploaded to YouTube okay. where it was me playing gun game and I was doing like a play by play thing because I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't do anything. Why not? You even, you even commented on it and you're like, dude, we don't need a play by play. Oh. <laughs> and I was like, I can't do anything else about it. But yeah, <laughs> I dabbled more into the YouTube aspect than yeah. streaming. Okay. I had a video that's probably at like 110,000 views, which is insane. Yeah. That was, that was really cool it's for quite me. quite a bit. That's like that's gotta be like a thousand dollars just sitting there. Not a thousand. It would have been like about a hundred dollars. I would say that's, it's still dude, good. Well, but... I mean, not really because you have to monetize your account first, though. Yeah, that's I know. Which like, I didn't Josh, really realize like, until I know. recently, actually. That's that's like two and a half tubs of Dubby energy drink. Yeah. <laughs> hey, if you want some Dubby. Use ggpod for 10% off on their website. Yes, use code ggpod at w.gg if you want to get 10% off of your order. They have a lot of nice flavors, some really good uh, some really good taste test videos should be coming up from us. Uh, if they're not already out, they should be out by now. I they think. should some of them should be out. Yeah, try but, the uh, starter pack. Skip the skip the tubs for now. If you get a starter pack, I think you get the you get the, the you get a uh, shaker, what's it called? The shaker and, and a few packets. Four different flavors to try. So Awesome. Yeah, my personal favorite was Grenade Galaxy. Yeah, Galaxy yeah, yeah, yeah. Galaxy that was pretty good. It was so, good. Okay. So getting back to uh, streaming, though, not too much of the YouTube stuff. Joey, what do you think is like the hardest part about streaming? Oh, okay. Mm, 
being entertaining for hours straight. Yeah. Like you're trying to put on a show and it's kind of hard to, you know, especially when you play rock league to uh, be positive. So you, you want to be, you want to be positive and jumpy and peppy for every single minute that your stream is on. Yeah. And if you don't, you kind of deter people away. Yeah. And so you kind of just have to be yourself, but also be a super flamboyant. You gotta have yourself, like, a, you gotta you know, have a persona. Like, yeah. You know, it's like Dr. Disrespect. He's like, he's all over the place. He's, I, he's probably somewhat like how he is on stream, but I feel like it's definitely amplified. You know, Easily. For the sake of making good TV. Um, I think for streaming, you either have to be really good at video games or you have to be very really entertaining. Fun. And it's hard to get that mix yeah. in between. So like, mm -hmm. When Ninja kind of started off with Fortnite, he probably started before that, obviously, but when he was doing in Fortnite, he I would say he was more entertaining than good. He's still good, yeah. but he was entertaining because yeah. after he would win, he would do like the pon-pon dance, yeah. you know? Yeah, so is. people would want to see that, and uh, that was fun. And there's other people, such as like Shroud, where he's not so much entertaining, but he's really good at video games, yeah, and really people good. watch it for that. So there's kind of like an audience switch. There's like three types. There's people are watching because a streamer is really good really entertaining in or somewhere kind of in hot toast streams yeah i was gonna say uh, entertaining that's, that's actually let's let's talk about that real quick hot, hot tub, tub streams, streams? we mean, can we can that's um, crazy that that's even a thing i mean it's yeah. not even gaming so it's i not. feel like we shouldn't cover it too much i mean you know might maybe sit in a hot tub playing video games but that seems like an yeah. awkward setup yeah i, I wanna... think just chatting is just a dumb thing for twitch in as a whole no I, I i like just chatting because when you're streaming you're playing games like 10 hours straight for like people that they do like 24 hour yeah. live streams, and even people that stream for two hours like sometimes they kind of want to break in between they go get yeah. a drink come back eat their food on stream so it's fine mm -hmm. even for an hour or two hours of just just chatting is fine the real problem and i don't really i don't know if it's a huge problem really is the hot tub streaming i don't really think it belongs on twitch because i view twitch as like a gaming platform yeah yeah so i don't really know any other streaming service that would really this really great you know. though like dude you could do youtube but you don't you see hot tub streams hot on tub youtube streams though good for. yeah i mean yeah but it's still like <laughs> the fact that they're not playing games and don't even want to play yeah. games even you're if, you, just if you're just chatting, to milk money off of dudes that want to subscribe. That's... Well, then there's people that will like play music on their live stream, but it's not and like, and that's, that's fine. But it's like I don't really know what Twitch is for anymore. I think Twitch kind of lost its identity in the past couple of years because yeah, when I, mean, I think of Twitch, I think of like video games, yeah, people that yeah, play video too. games, and now it's kind of like just chatting, hot tub streaming, et cetera, et cetera. But if you want to do yeah. like musician, like music stuff or yeah, that's yeah, hot tub streaming, that's go on TikTok I mean, or different. Instagram Live. TikTok, like, TikTok Live for that kind of streaming yeah. is probably a good place. I mean, I don't think hot tub streaming should be a thing at all. I think it's stupid. If it's on anything, right. put it on OnlyFans. I genuinely do not care for it's it. Brutal. Yeah, I, I, I do think they're kind of taking away from the audience. I feel like I, I, primarily Twitch is used by uh males obviously yeah yeah it's just taking so advantage it's i think it's kind of you know targeting guys a little bit yeah. i think twitch is gonna be dead in three years wow I yeah so let's let, that's a whole different thing too i mean why why do you think so they are making terrible decisions for monetization and yeah. what they're doing to the audiences rough. and the streamers themselves it is so just outrageous it is dumb everybody's switching over to either kick 
or YouTube. YouTube is so much better for monetization. That's yeah. Um, XQC just got a uh, hundred million dollar deal to switch over to Kick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and I think Amoranth. I think Amoranth is getting the same thing. Amoranth, yeah, yeah. yeah. Huh. She's she's doing the same thing. Yeah, which. I mean, I don't. I don't even really know much about Kick or how they even have that much money. I was wondering the same thing. It's I'm like, insane. How, how do they have this much money? It's got to be backed up by like some loans. sort of organization. Like, I, I don't know. I don't even. I feel like it's the Live Golf Tour of gaming. <laughs> it might be. <laughs> it really might. I, I think Kick is going to explode pretty soon. Um, I I, I, yeah, yeah. There was a clip of XQC that I saw that I told yeah. Joey. He he yeah. had some stuff where there's no delay in the chat. And oh. there's no delay through the chat. So he had his oh. buddies on Discord. Yeah. And they said they were hearing the same thing through the stream and Discord at the same time. There's no delay. Wow. Because when I watch, like, I'll, when we play Rocket League, Joey, usually I got your stream up on my second monitor. And I have to mute the stream because I'm going to hear the exact same thing oh, you yeah. say, like, right. 15 seconds definitely, later. I definitely mute it. But, yeah, I, I think I have a small delay on mine. And also, I, I kind of like that there's a delay anyway yeah. just because I like it. I don't know if I extended it, but I think Twitch has a default of, I don't know, an arbitrary amount of seconds. I think it's, I think it's like five seconds. to ten seconds or something yeah, like that. Mm-hmm. That sounds Cause, about right. Also, because if something happens and they can pick it up quick enough, they can turn your stream off. Yeah. I think. That's Usually, how, it takes yeah, some time. Probably. So. I don't know, but sense. in terms of in terms of streamers, what streamers do you guys watch the most? Hmm. Honestly, um, I want to I want to do a shout out to Tifu here. If you're listening to this, thank you for all your content you made for the past few years. If you guys didn't know, he's retiring. Yeah, uh, and oh, uh, he? he's he was probably one of my favorite. And honestly, it's the end of an era. I used wow. to watch a lot of streamers. Now I really don't. But I really enjoyed watching Ninja Shroud, Tim the Tapman, Doctor Lupo, Pokimane, Valkyrie, Tifu. There's so many people that have made such an impact on my life that maybe really want to get into content creation. So shout out to you guys if you're listening. Yeah, I used to like Ninja a lot during Prime Fortnite. He was really fun. I watched a lot of Tim the Tapman during uh, Warzone when the first one came out. The most I've watched is probably Noah J456. He's a Call of Duty Zombies oh, yeah. streamer. He does other stuff too, but that's yeah. kind of where I got into it. He does like sellout. He used to do sellout streams, like meme streams. People would send him memes and he'd <laughs> react to them, which is really funny. fun. And I sent him one one time and it got highlighted in a video which was pretty cool that's cool um but he he's kind of down to earth um i like him a lot i watched the smith plays oh, which yeah. was another zombie streamer lex i i, I didn't watch him too much no, okay. uh nade shot i watched him a lot he's call of duty based more a little bit of valorant here and there there's a, there's a lot. I'm kind of with Joey. I haven't been able to watch a lot of streams recently. Mm. There's nothing that's been captivating me to want to yeah. do that, especially with all of the services being. Yeah, yeah I don't true. really know where to go anymore. It's becoming kind of a beat down genre now. Like uh, it, it's not it's, it's not as refreshing anymore. I wouldn't like, really say that. It just a plot. Either Twitch, Kick, YouTube. It needs a new ninja. That's yeah. what I think. Ninja really sparked something for Twitch. Um, yeah. I think Ninja was the most influential per- person for Twitch. I can agree with that. I, For me, personally, when it comes to like watching streams, there are four things that I consistently jump on the app to watch, and that is Games Done Quick, which mm. is just the speedrun marathons for charity that they do, I think, three times a year. And it's like a week-long marathon. They just never stop. They take donations. They just recently, with their last one, raised, I think, $2.8 million for Doctors cool. Without Borders. Um, and then I also enjoy watching the RLCS, the Rocket League Championship mm. Series. It's cool to watch the you know the commentators and how big the esports have gotten 
from this basic platform instead of you know going to cable network they've done this organically through the medium that was presented to them at the very beginning and they stayed loyal to it that's really cool for me and then i watch a ton of speedrunners for both sonic adventure and sonic adventure 2 and sly cooper mm. those are my those are my games i can watch a sly speed run any day of the week if i'm bored i'm turning on a sly speed run if i'm bored i'm turning on sa2 that's it yeah i do really enjoy speed run live streams because it feels like every time you watch it every run is something you want to watch yes so it's like yeah. they could improve or they could do worse if they do worse they start over and then you have that excitement again yep. as you yeah. keep going and that's like what i like about speed runs um especially them being live streamed. Because it's definitely one thing to, like, you can jump onto YouTube and watch the world record speed run of Ocarina of Time where they beat the game within the Smash Bros. demo. Yeah. <laughs> but it's another thing to watch someone do it in real time. Mm. It's like watch. It's like me going back to watch, you know, game six of the 1998 w, uh, NBA Finals where Jordan hits the shot. Oh, yeah. It, it, I know what happens. I know he's gonna get the he's gonna make the shot. I know they're yeah. gonna win the chip. It's the same thing with world record attempts. If it, if I know it's a world record speed run, you know the hype at the end when he actually gets it or she actually gets it. it it's crazy. Yeah, but it's it is predictable really when you're watching it on YouTube. And even when it's just like a PB, and I watch someone who's like top fifteen in the world move up to top twelve because they get a really good run in yeah. Adventure Two, I'm hyped for them because I watched like three or four. And the three or four that I watch, I want to see them do well because I appreciate the content that they make. So yeah, I one thing I do not like is I have I I have to watch the live stream. I can't watch like a video of the live stream. I agree because yeah. then if I have that opportunity and I'm like eh, I want to skip, it ruins the whole point of the live stream aspect. Right. right. I mean, I think everybody can kind of agree with that. I know yeah. people. There are some where it's like they'll record part one to something part two part three of, of like a story game yeah. and i would like to watch it but i still don't watch those yeah it's just kind of like i don't like the super long format of yeah. live streams and video games so. yeah I, you can jump into twitch and search whatever game you want to watch and i like jumping in like i'll watch someone play mass effect 2 on occasion i'm like oh i wonder what level they're on i wonder you know what uh what person they're do recruiting off the dossiers mm -hmm. and what mission what are they going for are they trying to save the it's nice to be able to kind of like cherry pick of like, hey, they're 45 minutes into and I can see the thumbnail. This is where they're at. I want to look at this for a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I want to jump on what Josh said. I do like watching Let's Plays on YouTube, but yeah. coming from a person that does Twitch streaming and kind of is dabbling into YouTube more frequent or more now than ever. Yeah. Um, I don't like to post my streams that are saved, my VODs onto YouTube. Yeah. I just personally, I don't like it. Like I don't want to see it on YouTube of other people and that's fine. Like I know other people might want to, but yeah. I don't want to. And I just think it's like repeated content kind of boring, I guess yeah. for me, you know, it's, it's like, you know, you have the content on Twitch, you post it on YouTube, you have clips of the same stream that became a YouTube video on YouTube shorts and Instagram. So it's like, it's the same 45 minutes of content rehashed, like the same six ways. What do you guys think? the monetization should be for a streamer uh, i think this what's the split uh, on twitch right now is it 60 40 uh for twitch it's 50 50 if you're an affiliate and if you're a partner it's 70 30 okay. so 70 to the streamer and 70 to the streamer i think if you're getting into streaming like you shouldn't even be thinking about money well no but i mean if you get to it eventually like i'm just asking as a general question what what's do you fair? think is fair i um, think 50 50 is fair I don't think 50 I don't think. I think that's no. terrible. 50-50 is, is a farm. 50-50 is a farm. Twitch is, it's horrible. 
you know, and, and it's it's nice for people that are just kind of streaming and doing it casually like me where the money's not really an issue. Yeah, you get a you just, here and there. You get like 50 bucks every couple months and you can reinvest yeah. that in equipment, which is pretty cool, or pay for games. Mm-hmm. But for people like for their job and they want to do that for a living, it's going to have, you're going to have a really hard time getting to that spot. I think you're going to cut a lot of money to Twitch. I think YouTube's monetization is 80 20. For that's, wow. that's why a lot of people are moving to YouTube because of that's a, like that's an amazing split. Yeah, well, I mean, I guess if if we break it down numbers wise, you know, without the platform, streamers can't do their thing. However, that's one individual streamer, and you're only making so much money. Whereas you know, Twitch gets all the revenue from all the different streamers, so that makes sense. Fifty fifty probably isn't too too great because what's kicks like what 90 and kick is 95 five. 95 five really yeah. when you're yeah. affiliate who what is I, I need to know because there's Where no way they can risk from? that much money well you don't get money for ads though either so it's just pure, purely donations it's purely subscriptions if you get donations you get 100 percent of the money on any platform i don't you're think basically so. tipping people i don't think so for twitch yeah i think it's, they can, still take a percentage of that now no i think they changed something I they could have sworn out, they, they did something with donations. Updated their, they updated their splits and their stuff a couple months ago. And I remember I was with, uh, I was still in my last semester at uni at the time. And mm-hmm. I was watching uh, one of uh, Charlie's videos. Yeah. Uh, that's, why am I blanking on it? Moist Penguins. Um, yeah, Moist Critical. Yeah. But I was watching him kind of talk about the update. And he was like, it's really scuffed because it's screwing a lot of people out yeah. of a lot more money now. So I don't know. I didn't I get anything exactly cut for my changed. donations recently. Well, I don't know. I recently had a um, a breast cancer stream for charity, and every piece of money that people gave me, I got all of it. I mean, they but, it might be, but the I don't. Same. Do I thought they Twitch, changed though. something. It's the link is straight to PayPal, so you're you're tipping me basically. Right. Like yeah, there's, it's, it's, it's like giving somebody Twitch five bucks under the table. A middleman in this scope of things, whereas like if you subscribe to your channel, if you subscribe, is. spend bits, they get. Yeah, half like they get a chunk. It's kind of kind of annoying, honestly. It's mostly annoying for the person that's making that transaction, and not all of their money is going to that person. They're they're True. I I don't think they want to give money to the Twitch. They want to give money to the streamer and support yeah. the streamer. That's what it's all about. Like yeah. Twitch is like, nah, I'm gonna have a little bit of that because you're on my platform, ha. <laughs> but on Twitch, it's like I feel like you can build communities easier on Twitch, where yeah. other platforms they're kind of convoluted with other content. Yeah, that's like kick. We don't really know what that's about yet. It's kind of because it's because it's a gaming yeah. center platform. Yeah, you know, like I don't think anyone gets on Twitch and looks for horse racing. Oh, no. I mean there are people, but it's uh, probably casinos, not a lot. Which of people. is actually you can't do that on Twitch. Actually, yeah, yeah exactly. They you changed that just recently within Twitch the last anymore. few months. That was one of the big things is yeah. that gambling was huge on Twitch, but now yeah. you can't do that anymore. Yeah, which and I think you still should. It's got a dedicated section on kick. So anyone that was watching that is now on kick watching these. I don't things. think yeah. you should be restricted for the content you want to make. I think there should be like restrictions for what is in your content. If that makes sense. So like for like a hot tub stream, you're almost like the the girls are almost nude in right. a way. Like they are trying yeah. to expose themselves yeah. with their bodies. Basically. I think that's not good. I don't no. think that should be a thing on Twitch. Like another restriction could be I know YouTube changed something where you can't swear a certain amount of times or use a certain quality. Monetized or, you know, or it's like age restricted. Or yeah, something. it's YouTube something is weird. A goofy like that. Yeah, I think they changed that a little bit so it's a little bit more lenient. But I think 
the content you make shouldn't be restricted it should be restrictions within that content like i said yeah it should be like certain things you can't do like obviously i don't think you should be able to put guns in a live stream or something i know sneeko did that and that was a huge thing between moist critical and sneeko and i don't think i don't even think i don't think guns should be put on there well I think it's that's, like if they're really flexing on it then yeah but it's you know what i mean he was flexing his hand yeah he sure. was flexing it but i also right, don't right. think like there's no need to well the only thing is for like educational purposes i think yeah. like, weapons should be could be yeah. on there but... i think it's based on like your community like anybody should be able to watch anything they want mm-hmm. so if it's a young kid that shouldn't be watching that he should have an age restriction or she should have an age restriction yeah. or whatever and they shouldn't yeah. be allowed to watch it but they're or not going to age restrict themselves if, if you're 25 and you want to watch whatever you want you should be able to watch whatever you want without yeah. restrictions of the platform but the yeah. platform is trying reason. to keep they're trying to yeah. keep it clean basically right. They, right. the platform is a private corporation that's saying we can do whatever we want because this is our business yeah so they can kick anybody out that they want yeah it's like walking to a mcdonald's and you not having a shirt or shoes on get out of here you're not following our rules yeah. kind of thing a little yeah. different, yeah. but yeah, that's, the that's company true. gets to formulate the rules because they're the ones providing a platform. I mean, it, it yeah. makes sense, but to a degree, it, it is kind of unfair. Yeah. So yeah, I just don't like it. Like coming from a guy who likes to stream on Twitch, like I'm not gonna broadcast myself like changing my shirt because I literally get so sweaty in Rocket League. Yeah, literally. But it's like these other hot tub streamers are like not wearing any clothes. But there's also like streamers that still will play video games i'm talking more female streamers obviously but they will play video games but they'll still have like shirts that expose everything because they're using that to get viewers and i think that's wrong because it's just taking away from the actual talented streamers yeah Yeah, i would say it's not fair but i don't really know anything that is in the world anymore that ever was and and that's you know just kind of a harsh reality of life yeah certain things it's the same thing of like you know different sports leagues generate more money therefore they get bigger payouts in the teams yeah it's like the uh oh what was it the men's world cup i think to qualify for the men's world cup each guy on the roster gets like 250k i wouldn't be surprised and that actually for seems the pretty women's low world cup i think if you make it to like the final four you only got like 25k yeah as a bonus because it's like there's just a difference in the viewership yeah and yeah. that becomes you know there's a difference in revenue and there's a difference in how big the prize purse is right and that's that's just a reality of if people aren't watching your stuff, then they're not watching your stuff. Yeah, I mean it's I, I so, agree. I don't know. I do think there are like levels of you know some stuff detracts from you know the essence of what streaming was kind of meant to be, and it kind of takes away from the message. And it's like it's a self-made platform. You've got to do all the legwork yourself. You know, the most that Twitch helps you out with is like ease of access, creating your channel. And yeah. they don't really do anything else. I mean, it's, it's kind of... So, I think streaming is really cool. The only thing is, to have it as, like, a job is... I mean, we, we talked a little bit about it. It's got to be exhausting. I mean, I love playing video games. Playing eight yeah. hours a day, 40 hours a week as a job. I, I get it. Yeah. But, it's wow. That's, yeah. that's tough. That's tough. Like Joey said, you have to keep that enthusiasm. You have to be... I mean, you have to be good at what you're doing or nobody's going to watch. And Mm -hmm. the tough part is you have to do that in the beginning when nobody's watching you. You still have to keep that up. Like, you can't just be not talking in your stream, even if you have, like, two two viewers. Mm -hmm. Those two viewers are going to be what builds you up. Yeah. So you need, like, even at the very core of your channel, you have to do it even when 
you have zero viewers pretty much. Yeah, yeah to, to comment on that, a uh, good tip for smaller streamers, and honestly, any streamer in general, is just to cross out your viewership tab. I don't look at mine. I have no idea how many what people that? are watching me. Oh, it, oh, oh When you're I live, see. it shows you how many people are watching you. I turn mine off. Mm. I don't like to see it because I don't want to know. Yeah. I, I act like there's a million people watching me That's all a good time. idea. That's so, fair. Yeah. And, and when you go back, you can look at the statistics if you want. So you kind of know your audience and viewership. Yeah. And you can kind of go from there, but you don't need to know. I mean, you should just act like everyone is watching you at all times because when that video gets uploaded as a VOD, anybody can watch it at any time. Yeah. Know? So that's, that is kind a, of a like tip for streamers there. A really bad downside of not even streaming, but content creation in the 21st century as a whole is people judge their worth off of likes and how many people are watching their videos, especially on yeah. YouTube. People yeah. are like, oh man, I, I made a really good video, but I only got 500 views. I suck. I should yeah. stop. Don't like, don't worry about the viewers. It will come if you're making good quality, yeah. Yeah. but people just get so demotivated because they're comparing themselves to bigger audiences or bigger streamers and content creators mm -hmm. that have that wealth, but they, they, they work towards that and yeah. they kept through it even when they knew that they had no viewers yeah it's just a real it's like a i don't want to say demoralizing but people think it's demoralizing when they don't have a lot of viewers and psychologically it weighs on who they think as a think think of themselves as a whole yeah. especially on like instagram when they don't get a bunch of likes or they're comparing themselves to supermodels that are literally yeah. fake and yeah stuff yeah. like that right it's just like it's just in content creation people overlook the fact that a lot of it is fake and stuff like that so well, yeah, it's hard like we're we're a we're a very small show yeah yeah we don't have a ton of followers we're trying to build our brand yeah i look at the numbers i look at how many views we get but i'm not looking i'm not losing sleep at night because we didn't get that 40th view on episode 4 yet yeah i'm not losing sleep cuz i'm here we're we're trying to just do something fun we're mm -hmm. trying to you know build a brand and if build a community off, great but i i speak for myself and i i think you guys are pretty much in the same spot as me when i say like i'm not here to make money i'm here to enjoy myself and do something and you know have some sort of a little bit of a legacy by way of you know recording these conversations and, and doing something that's tangible and meaningful as opposed to you know just playing video games on a tuesday night now we talk about it, and you know, 20 years from now, I can come back to episode four, of the gaming goons, or episode 10, and remind myself of how I felt about keyboard versus mouse, uh, yeah. keyboard and mouse versus controller, and that's a really cool thing for me. Is I, that's going to be there forever. I'm going to be able to go back, listen to you, you two, me, and my brother talk about gaming, and and then I can look at how my life has changed since that point. And I yeah. think that's really cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun, and I definitely am on the same board with you. I'm not exactly doing it for the money. Of course, I would like to eventually get to the point where we yeah. could have a sustainable habit, And but yeah. I'm doing this more for fun, and to I, I want to grow a community for gamers that can come to us when they need it and enjoy their time, and hopefully yeah. we can give them that quality time, and they enjoy their time with us. Yeah, I, honestly, it's all about having fun, and this is the spot to gooning around and have fun that's what's yeah. gooning and gaming yeah. gooning and gaming that's us gooning. so that's i like that doing. we have our own platform to be able to mm -hmm. talk about what we want but also be there for people that want to yeah. enjoy it and listen to it yeah for exactly. everyone listening i just want to say i appreciate all of you guys for tuning in I, I i i really mean it you don't even have to click on our podcast at all but you choose to and i really appreciate it yeah. and as much as i hate to say it if you do want to share with people please do i mean we, we do yeah. want to build a community yeah. but we appreciate every single one of you we love yeah. you guys the more you. the merrier
here, here at the gaming goons goon gang keep growing uh yeah. i mean you know and that's the thing like i also like the tangible growth that we get from just episode one to now mm-hmm. you know we've gotten new mics you know we got we have dubby in front of us we have our space buddy here you know for the first time on video for our third episode and it's just the growth the things we're learning through this process like i edited um i edited an intro and an outro like animation graphic for our youtube channel that we can put before and after videos and that's something that i'd never done before yeah and now it's something that i know how to do so I, I get to learn. There's a net positive from this whole experience, and it's the same thing with streaming. You know, you've probably learned quite a bit, Joey, in terms of like, hey, this is how I build a channel. This is how I structure my social media. This is how I, you know, post clips to YouTube and you know get those crap champion videos. Yeah, going. that's true. Yeah, you do Honestly, have to play crap yeah. champions again. That was crap, that, that's crap fun. Champions is fun. I'd like it to is. post it's more content. Big um, update. Uh, big update. What a week ago? I think like so. But yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is uh, just enjoy what you're doing, but also setting goals, setting small, tangible goals. Because yeah. when you hit it, I mean, you get a hit of dopamine. You're like, oh shit, I just did it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Pardon my French, but it's like <laughs> it just feels incredible to hit a goal that you set, and then you're yeah. like, I'm gonna do one that's even crazier. But I know I'm gonna hit it because I'm gonna keep doing it until I get it. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I'm not gonna stop until I get it. So mm-hmm. I might as well set a decent goal, and then you hit it, and guess what? You're gonna hit another. It's goal. like we're gonna shoot for the moon. Basically, keep going. shoot for the moon and hit a star. There kind of uh, bringing it back to streaming more. How do you how do you guys feel about podcasts being live streamed? I think at a certain point it works. Um, you know, you get that unfiltered vibe. Or let me say this: not really live stream. That is kind of what I want to go towards, okay. but also like a live audience for a podcast. Oh. Are, do you, have you guys been on Twitter recently? Do you guys download no, I, Twitter? At all? I don't have Twitter. Twitter? I, I kind of yeah. stay away from no, it. No, I don't so have Twitter. They have, I have this... Twitter for the gaming goons. That's it. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Basically same. I don't use it too much, but what I've noticed recently is they have stuff called like a a talking space mm-hmm. where there's somebody oh, yes. that yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. is talking and they have an audience below them. So it's kind of cool. People can just hop in, listen to the conversation, hop out, or stay for the whole time. And I think if anyone were to do that for a podcast, it'd be pretty much the same thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, if people... If, somebody wants to come in and listen to our conversation and maybe say a comment and we say something about it that's cool they wanted to join our conversation yeah it's neat if they don't want to that's fine too i was telling joey about this um i used to listen to impulsive logan paul's podcast quite a bit it's 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 very good um they did a live audience show in columbus and i almost went to it but what they did was they took everybody's phones and they put it in like a little container so they couldn't record it Mm -hmm. they would um do the podcast everyone was in the audience they got to react with the audience and the audience got to ask them questions one of the co-hosts did like stand-up comedy it was just a lot of fun um i think that's really cool to have an audience be able to influence the direction that your episode goes in with questions i think that's really cool yeah it is neat um obviously to get to that status is immense uh his podcast is huge but a live audience definitely adds a dynamic to it that for just sure. sitting in doesn't obviously because well, there's it's not the same yet. thing as like a youtube video versus a live stream yeah you know, it's like you, streaming. you post a youtube video you look at the comments and you yeah. can retroactively be like okay this is what i could have changed before i uploaded this if you're streaming and someone makes a suggestion or a criticism in your chat you're like oh i can fix that right now yeah that's or true it's a, oh you know i i try and view criticism from the lens of like I was, uh, I'm going to go on a little bit of a tangent here. But when it comes to criticism, I got some advice my last year at university 
by Charles Smith. He's the writer of the play uh, Free Man of Color. It was a it's a story posted. It's a play about the first uh, black man to graduate from Ohio University. Mm. And the writer came into one of my classes, and he Charles Smith gave you know the class advice. We had to do a Q and A, and I asked him. I was like, "What do you think of feedback?" when people give it to you, how do you kind of discern what's good and what's not good? And he said, the best way that I've found to view feedback is to try it on like a pair of clothes. And if it fits the vision you want and it's and you like it the way it looks on you, then incorporate it. But if you try it on and you don't like the way it looks or you don't like the way it feels, then you know that criticism doesn't fit your image, your voice, your medium, the way you want to project yourself. And you can, you know, you can reject that influence. You can reject that advice. And I've really kind of tried to live a little bit by that the past couple of months since I've gotten that advice. And it's really kind of changed my perspective on, you know, especially something like this. You know, you get a comment here or a comment there and it's just like, oh, wow, it's a saturated market. It's a podcast. Probably you've heard the same thing, Joey. It's like, well, whoa, why are you streaming? You're going to get like two viewers. Well, you know, maybe that's not why I'm doing it. Maybe I'm doing yep. it because I want to enjoy myself. Maybe I think it's worthwhile, and I'm free to pursue that if I want. Yeah, yeah. So I, that's my tangent. So. I really, I really like that. I'll go off of it a little bit. Criticism and hateful comments will always be there, no matter how good you are, no matter how bad you are. Yeah, it will always be there. I kind of think of when I go to, I used to, when I early days of me going to the gym, I would go into the gym and I'd be like, oh, people are gonna judge me off of this, off of that, my form and stuff like that. Now I get there and I'm like, I don't know why I was focused on so many people focusing on me. They're just focusing on themselves. Yep. I don't really right. care what yeah. they think about me because I'm doing my own thing. They're doing their own thing. And I started getting in the gym and I was like, I'm not judging people. Nobody else is going to judge me. There's no point. Everybody just wants to work on themselves. Yeah. So it's kind of like you got to take the criticism with a grain of salt because A, they're either hating because they you have what they want mm -hmm. or b they just are hating for attention those yeah. are the two major things that i have found working in content creation and social media kind of stuff especially with tiktok uh in the for last sure. couple of years so yeah, yeah i want to i want to touch on two things number it. one it's kind of short is the cool thing about having haters is, is that means you're growing the more haters you True. have the bigger your community is True. you know what i mean they may He's not be on board with you or not but they're always watching you so hop on board and keep on watching me. You know what I mean? Yeah. Then the other thing is you kind of mentioned coming coming back to streaming a little bit. Yeah. That when you're streaming by yourself and you have those people that talk and chat, it's fun. But that also, if there's a negative comment, it, it's real time. So you, it might shift your mood. So you have to yeah. be careful in how mm -hmm. your, your persona is. Mm -hmm. And you just want to be careful with how you want to portray your content and what kind mm -hmm. of platform you want to be. Because mm -hmm. when you're streaming, it's you. Mm -hmm. or you or it could be a group of people depending on what the streaming is like maybe us here pretty soon you control everything about it and it's neat mm -hmm. i want to ask you this question joey what is your experience in terms of like mood management when it comes to streaming a multiplayer game like when you're playing rocket league with us versus when you're playing a single player game and you don't have anyone to riff off of like in a discord chat and it's just you and your chat there's no voices coming back at you you're just in a single player game. What, what are your, is there a difference in your experience? Do you prefer oh, one or the other? I would say that there's a huge difference. And um, I would prefer single player games while streaming. Really? Yeah, okay. 100%. I'd agree with that. I'm just playing games. And yeah. you can watch me too, and I'll chat with you, mm -hmm. you know, but I'm going to enjoy this game no matter what because it's my favorite game. Okay. 
But when you play like Rock League, for example, if my mood starts to get horrible, like usually we just, I just stop. Like I'm just done streaming. Like because if it goes too far, it's like okay, I don't want to portray this content. I'm done. Then I just rage and yeah. play. With you know, we just keep going. But I definitely prefer single player. I think it's a lot easier to control your mood and attitude, and I see more growth that way because you can really okay. connect with people in chat yeah. like, on one on one. But when you're playing multiplayer, I have to mute Discord every now and then. So it's an extra noise that happens inside the stream, and then mm. I have to oh, talk yeah. to the person I'm playing with, and I talk to the person in chat. Because you're trying to build a community, but also have a good time playing games at the same time, okay, and it's hard yeah. overlapping both mm. of them. But it's still fun. It's still possible, and I do enjoy that. But Something that's player's a way to go. pretty tough for streamers, I think, is when they grow their audience based around one singular game, and they have to keep playing that game to entertain that audience because that's what they that's the foundation of their kind of career yeah that's why i think once you get to a certain status variety gaming is so important because you get to play whatever you want and you'll still get that attention i think it's definitely harder for streamers who have built their foundation on a singular game noah j456 is kind of that person is that he mm -hmm. built his stuff off of zombies he gets 10 to twenty thousand. well i'd say like five thousand to fifteen thousand viewers per stream but that's only when he's streaming zombies yeah. once he's doing anything else it's like two to three thousand it's a massive drop off he can't play anything else really because he just gets mm. no viewers he doesn't make money off of it yeah. so he has to stick to that and i feel like at some point he just does not want to anymore yeah but that's kind of i mean that's a hot yeah it really can because that it was, definitely uh, can in the early days of pewdiepie he was known as an amnesia streamer or yeah he's a player mm -hmm. and you know it was amnesia it was happy wheels and those were like the two things he was really known for and then he, you know, he started to expand and expand, and then people just go back and they watch the old videos of like the compilations of Amnesia. And now it's like, oh, I wish you would do more of the old stuff. They don't yeah. want to see, you know, new stuff because that's not their taste, and that's okay. It really is. But you know, going back to your point about it being a job, Josh is like, if you need to make the money, you're gonna start not enjoying yourself as much mm. because you're gonna be forced to beat a dead horse effectively and play a game that you've played to death. Yeah, yeah, over and over again. Yeah, I agree with that. I think for smaller streamers, it's probably your best decision and your best interest to play one game and build a community so your following knows what they're getting into and yeah. they know what to expect. So when they know you're streaming on Wednesday, you're gonna be playing Fortnite no matter what. Yeah, and that's what people want. Like, well, if you hop in and play Fallout New Vegas, you're like, what are you doing? I'm not watching this. I don't even know what Fallout is. Some people yeah. might stay, but not the whole percentage of it. Exactly, yeah. But um, uh, streaming different games is kind of nice. It kind of reminds me of, uh, like, let's say I want to get fast food. I don't want Wendy's every single time. I want yeah. Taco Bell, Wendy's, McDonald's, mm -hmm. like, blah, blah, blah. But And that's kind of our group is we like playing a bunch of different games so i like to stream a bunch of different stuff and i don't i'm not really worried about growth i just like to stream and have yeah, fun. It's fun yeah so it's a good time but i started out by playing um fortnite a lot mm. of fortnite and i built a decent community off of fortnite but now time has gone by and i don't play fortnite anymore so i have a new community i'm trying to build yeah so it's like it's like you have to find your niche you have to i think it's easier to start streaming with one specific game because you're going with a niche it's kind of like joe rogan podcast like yeah. he had to start somewhere doing one thing and i i would say that one thing was like ufc he yes. built stuff off of that and he still but then, does that yeah yeah but then he built a podcast off of that and he could do whatever he wants yeah because he got to a certain point where he could do whatever he wants True. Yes. so it's kind of like you have to find your niche first but then you have to break away from it i was watching this video it was like an hour-long video um, with Gary V. 
He was yeah, sitting around yeah. a table with a bunch of content creators. They were asking him questions, and this one guy said, how do I strive away from the content I was making because I don't want to make it anymore, but my audience wants that content. And Gary Vee was just like, you just have to start over. That's all That's there is to it. To swallow. I know, but it's you're going to lose a lot of people, but you're going to be you're going to you have to enjoy what you're doing if yeah. you want to build an audience mm-hmm. and you have to enjoy what you're doing to grow. Yeah. So you do, that that is a hard pill to swallow it is you just have to start over. Yeah. But now that you started over, you're going to have a better t- experience because now you know what to do. It's fresh, it's new, it's what you want. Exactly. And it might be what, hard, but a lot of this boils down to it's like, you know, we keep coming back to do what you want to do in order to have success. Cuz yeah. I define success as happiness. Mm-hmm. If this gets me to happiness, that's a successful endeavor. Yeah. And if if streaming, you know, Happy Wheels isn't getting it done for me, if that's not making me happy, <laughs> I'm better off, you know, taking the L on the money. And, and enjoying what I do and spending positive time for my mental and my physical and every type of health for me rather than, you know, make a little bit more money and, you know, play a game that I hate. Yeah. And, and that's I'm, I'm going to go back to Tifu because it's kind of a good example is that's yeah. how it started out for him. He just started playing games and picked up a following. And then he said, you know, he was never in it for the money in the beginning, which it, it reminds me of us because we're not. We're out here to have fun and play games. Yeah, and we're play just chilling. Whatever. We're gaming and, and gooning. Gaming and gooning. But he was saying he's kind of getting to the point where he feels like it is for the money and he's not enjoying it anymore and he just wants to live life and be happy. He's like, I'm going to go drink a beer on an island. Like, <laughs> and I was go. like, that's pretty sick. I hope I can do that. got to do it. Yeah. You know. So, yeah. Well, it's, you know, I, I liken it to uh, an NFL or an NBA career. You know, you get to a point where you realize, like, hey, Father Time's catching up. This is this is a nice chapter of my life, but let's close the book on it and move to the next thing. And that might be, you know, a new channel. That might be a new game you play. That might be, you know, branching into Kick instead of Twitch or mm-hmm. whatever it is for a streamer. But, you know, having chapters in your life is a good thing. Yeah, because I mean, you know, like, if you don't deviate from one particular thing your entire life, you're never gonna you know see growth in a different light. You're never yeah. gonna have a new perspective. Change is necessary. Yeah. So for all you out there that are wanting to stream, try it out. If you're tired of streaming, stop streaming. Yeah, <laughs> whatever Oppor- makes you happy. Opportunity and happiness is on the other side of fear. Yeah, the you biggest. just gotta start, and that's the hardest thing. Is I love starting. That quote. Yeah, that's I really my favorite thing. I, I I try to live by that because I mean I mean I, I don't want to try. I, we're getting really motivational, and I, I do want to go back to streaming, but I do want to say that when we were starting this podcast, we were pushing it off for a long time, and one night two I was years. just like, yeah, two years. Two years. One night I was just like, let's just let's just go. And then we were going to do one episode, and then we did three, and then we're like, all right, let's meet up in like two weeks and see what happens. Yeah. And then we're still doing it, and we've been growing ever since. We got video. We've got all this other stuff. It's just starting. That's the hardest part is starting. Yeah, right. And you just got to keep going no matter how hard it is. Mm-hmm. And there you have it, folks. <laughs> Anyways, is that, so, is that what we got? No, I, I, I mean, has more. I still have a little bit yeah, more. But so going back to like more of the content creation, um, my favorite style of like YouTube video is retrospectives. Oh, I love those. I love video retrospectives. Essays. Yeah, video essays, essays, especially like on movies, video games, stuff like that. Oh, yeah. It adds like a new dynamic to it, like a overall rating of it and what makes it good. And some 
some of them are too long. Like there's, I, I watched one, I didn't watch it, but there's a Last of Us 2 one. It was nine hours long. I don't know how someone could sit through that. I, I love watching those kind of videos. How, yeah, me too, but not nine hours. Right now I'm watching a three hour one about what the best faction for the Mojave Desert would be in Fall of New Vegas. It's See, like not the strongest, but go. which one would be the best and that's okay like currency that's ideology true. religion like goes into crazy but for like last of us 2 retrospective they were doing that is a little long like they they were taking the story and kind of um explaining what happened it wasn't more of a retrospective it was explaining what happened throughout the game yeah and then they got to the end and they're like t- last 20 minutes was all of that put together and why it makes it good i think the perfect like amount would be 45 minutes to like an hour hour and a half I think those are great. I think it depends on the game. Yeah, that, that's true. I've watched retrospectives. I actually I watched recently a uh, Last of Us Part 1 mm-hmm. retrospective. It was four and a half hours long. Yeah. And I don't know. It's background stuff for me. I don't know how you guys yeah. absorb this stuff, but usually I don't like watch it. Mm-hmm. My screen time numbers for YouTube are off the charts, but I'm not actually looking at it for like 60% of the time. Yeah. I'm like working or I'm doing something else while I'm... Um, while I'm listening to... It's more for the audio. And yeah. honestly, I wish they would be like in Spotify podcast format because I would listen to them even more. Uh, so yeah. if you're a content yeah. creator that does video video essays, like I've listened to like seven different retrospectives on Kung Fu Panda. So <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I do it's like... Just, um, it's so well done. Let me see. And a different perspective from every creator that makes one. So I enjoy True. those and I would like to see them in a different format. Yeah, I do enjoy the in-depth analyses of different types of games and, and movies. It's, it's interesting because you think about all the time that the creators of that content had to put in to make that. Mm-hmm. And it's they show a lot of it when they start talking about a lot of different stuff. You know, When they start talking about a certain unit and why that unit wears this armor and where the armor came from. And this is how they farm the material for yep. it. It's like, you know, that's an example, well, yeah. but it's like crazy. So this goes off of not even video games, but my favorite youtuber that does video essays i don't know if you've watched him high top films no um he does more of like marvel and dc movies but he does video essays they're about like 20 minutes to 45 minutes long and they are phenomenal it's more of like his opinion and explaining the details of what makes the narrative go and the characters it's all in it's all in one and i that's cool love watching them because it makes me think about the movie in a different way but not even just movies like obviously i do i watch them for video games as well but that's kind of like the thing that stands out to me most is the movies for video essays but that's kind of why i like the going back all the way to the beginning of the podcast we talk about just chatting that's Mm kind of why i like just chatting because people can just kind of chill and debate about games yes yeah and that's kind of what i think just chatting is you're just like talking about games you're kind of soaking everything in yeah before you switch your game or before another playthrough or after a hardcore playthrough of minecraft a nice <laughs> decompression you yeah know? yeah because you can't just hop into another world right or a roguelike yeah. game like between ftl rounds uh-huh. like you might need to decompress 20 gotta, minutes gotta chill least, for a little bit especially if you're on the boss in the final round or something uh, so. i still haven't beaten that thing it's hard it's hard it's tough for what FTL. Oh, 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 I see. Uh, Faster yeah. than light for those that aren't familiar. But to keep that on that note is I, I like the live streams of uh, Robots Radio does lore casts of, like, all the big franchises. They have a Fallout lore cast, Mass Effect, Skyrim. So if you guys want to listen to those, tune into Robots Radio. They do a great job. There's even a Legend of Zelda one. It's pretty darn good. I'm sure, um, yeah. I've obviously spent the most amount of time listening to Mass Effect. Yeah. But they live stream all of those. 
And it's since it's such an informational setting, what's really cool is when they're like live on Twitch doing this lore cast, they you know are able to answer questions in real time. So if they're talking about you know the Necrons from Warhammer 40k, and someone oh, in Lord. chat's like, "Hey, I just got here. I'm late. What did I like?" Not recap the entire thing, but like, "Hey, I have a question in regards to the Necrons. Why do they need to be over their tombstones to build a city?" And that question can get answered in real time because they're you know doing it live as opposed to what we do, which is right now just recording and uploading after the fact. So I think that's a beneficial part to streams, especially from the, like, just chatting perspective. Yeah. And I think that's a very positive thing for the gaming community. Yeah, Yeah, I'd agree with that. I I would agree. Well, what do you guys think? (laughs) I think we're good. I think I'm good. Yeah, we covered a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. I would like to say... a little um, bit from streaming, but I think it was a good good content creation that enabled, you know... It it enables you guys in the Goon Gang to get a little bit of perspective on how we view what we're doing yeah how we view what we're going for and and how we're trying to grow this community so yeah we love it um if any of you guys are watching the youtube video right now comment what should they comment so like to confuse everyone like to get to the very end uh type like uh bananas and oranges yeah type in bananas and oranges if you watch the whole thing if you you skip to the end do not do it do uh no still do it do apples and uh, mangoes (laughs) but but they're not gonna if they skip to the end they're not gonna know because they why would they skip to the end to hear this (laughs) but they wouldn't know that we're saying it true Ah, true. so you have to stay till the end to know bananas and oranges yeah bananas and oranges say bananas and oranges regardless of how long you guys watch we appreciate every second of time you dedicate to our content it makes us so happy to know that there are people out there who care about what we're saying and we hope you're enjoying what we're doing so you know give us a comment if you want to give us some feedback you know we'll try it on like a new set of clothes we'll see if it fits for us and if it doesn't and you want to go find somebody else to watch that's okay too you know it's all about perspectives so we want everyone to have a positive experience and uh that's pretty much it for episode 17 yeah thank you guys uh so much for listening if you want to get some dubby uh make sure to use gg pod for 10 percent off on the website yes yeah thanks everyone we appreciate it yep we appreciate it and we will see you guys next time goodbye goon gang see ya